Hello. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm just killing it. I'm just over here killing it. Killing your lungs. Oh, I see the vape. Okay, good one. Good one. I quit cigarettes at the beginning of the year. Okay, give me something. Okay, fine. Guys, welcome to another episode of Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for the memories. Or nightmares. Oh my God, that was so good. That was so good. A little rushed, but it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Everyone, just clap for her. Golf claps. That's a crowd screaming. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I couldn't do it like to its full potential. You know what I mean? Got it. Um, but guys, uh, we are talking about uh, a wonderful movie. It's one of my favorite movies from the 90s, but I didn't pick this one, surprisingly. No, I picked this one. Yeah, and what is it? And why Rosemary's you... Baby. No, I'm oh just my kidding. God. Is uh, that about spices? <laughs> Thyme, cinnamon. Oh Nutmeg. <laughs> No, we're talking about a 1995 classic, Now and Then. Yes, I love this freaking movie so much. They uh, do half of the movie as them as adults and then half of them as like children. Most of it's... it's most of it is like a flashback to when they were kids. Yeah. Um, but in 95, Lindsay, what were you doing? How old were you? I was 13. I was 7. 12, 13, one of those. Yeah, uh, I was probably in the park program, and uh, we all were. <laughs> we all were. Um, that's where you send your children when you just don't want to be a parent. Um, I think <laughs> it's really wonderful. Also, I was probably in Dad's Club, the soccer team. I don't know what that is. Dad's Club. Um, it's it's just it's when you sports. didn't have a dad. Oh my god! Yeah. So here's a club to give you one. No, um, <laughs> it is a soccer program in uh, the Midwest, and we wore these like shirts that like one side was yellow, and you changed it inside out, and it was blue on the other side. Did Melissa and I play that? I have a recollection. Yeah, I, I know. I know you guys were there at ours a lot when we ate oranges and shit i i have a recollection of mom like screaming like a psycho on the sidelines well, that's mom that is mom in general um yeah. yeah did you see her on the voice when i got a chair to turn around mom was like oh my god and zach was like I'm she she hit carson daly didn't she uh yeah but he deserved it <laughs> i think he really Poor did carson it. Or Carson Daly just keeps blowing up. Um, no, not like he's not a bomb or anything. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Um, well, this movie takes place where? In Indiana, but yeah. it was filmed in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. What a good girl's name. Savannah, Georgia. You know? That is actually, Georgia is actually my cousin's name. Oh, I love that. And she lives in Georgia. Okay, that's too much. Shout out to Georgia Gillen. Hi. I thought Nick and Nick uh, was too much, but now you are named well, she Georgia. Wasn't, she wasn't born in Georgia. Yeah, that means she's like, my name means a lot. I'm going to move there. You know? No, no. <laughs> uh, probably, probably. Um, well, at the beginning of this movie, uh, you are introduced to uh, Demi Moore smoking a cigarette in her car uh, driving back home. Um, and you never really see the adult characters. You just see pictures of them and stuff like that. You don't really see a lot of who these people are yet. Right. But they're going back home because one of the four best friends, Chrissy, is knocked up and she is having her a baby. Okay. And so they made this rule that there's a pact that if anything, if anyone needs one of the other ones that they will all come back home and like have a little party, you know? Have you ever had friends like that? Um, you could have stopped at, have you ever had friends? Um, that Same. Same. No. I think that uh, I really just um, like my space and um, I just don't trust a lot of people. I wasn't a good friend. I'm not going to, I feel like I don't have friends now because karma has got me. Because I was a very shitty friend when I was younger. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that because people will hate me for the story I have. But yeah, I just wasn't great. Sorry. No, I, 
I feel, oh my God, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I feel the exact same way because it's hard to keep up with people, honestly. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, that's effort that I could be doing something else with. You know what I mean? My best friend now barely ever calls me, like call, checks in within like a three month time period because that's just how I like it. Yeah, that's how she like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I like it. Okay. That's how I like it. Um, <laughs> All right. I love that. That's going to be a catchphrase for us. But they go back in time um, and you see them. Uh, it's a cool scene where it's like all of the adults. Uh, it, it shows like a shot of the treehouse that they got when they were little. Yeah. Um, and then it like shows an empty swing and then it goes up to the treehouse and comes back down. And then it's now we're back in time. Yeah. Flashback. It's like, oh my God, am I in a time warp situation? You know what I mean? It seems good. And they're playing Red Rover. Yes, which first of all, I uh, Red Rover is a game that's not popular anymore because I think it was too violent. Um, I played it at camp with children um, and this little girl, five-year-old was like called over to the other side. She ran and they literally clotheslined her and she flipped like a whole fucking, <laughs> it was wild. Okay. So then I had to tell Ella's parents what happened. You know what I mean? Um, she's she, never been the same. She, she's never, I don't think she's alive anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she is. Um, but yes, the girls, um, are not good at this game because they only have four people on their side now. Um, so obviously they didn't do real well in this situation. This is what I don't understand. I guess I don't understand the rules of Red Rover, but okay. they pick the skinny, like nerdy kid who's picking his nose to come over and yeah. they obviously block him. Yeah. But then they celebrate as if they've won. Okay, yes, because in Red Rover, the way you get more people on your side is if they attempt to run through and they can't make it through. And then that, pers that person joins your team. Got it. But then they had him and they had everybody else. So wouldn't it just be feasible if the next people called over him again and then he couldn't get through and then it was just back and forth with that situation? That's why I don't understand why they celebrated like <laughs> they won the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, because I think probably they have uh, lost people left and right. No one has like made it from their side back to them. And so th it's a small victory. Okay. So I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Very small. Uh, these girls that you're going to be introduced to... Sam, she is the like main character in this movie. Um, she has a lot of problems at home and her mom recently got divorced and now she's dressing like a hooker. The um, mom, not the girl. Yeah, not Sam. Okay. And, um, she's played by younger version um, is played by Gabby Hoffman and the older adult is Demi Moore. Yeah, uh, this I have a lot of problems with like there's no way that Gabby Hoffman would transform into Demi Moore in life. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know why you think that. They don't look enough alike for me. And did you notice that um Rumor Willis plays Gabby Hoffman's like little sister in the movie? Oh my gosh, I did not know that. You look learn you, something it, every day. The more you know, you know? <laughs> um I should have said reading rainbow. That's more fitting for me. Um that's rainbows. Got it. Um, okay. Yeah, because I'm a faggotron. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, we'll cut that out. Um, but the next person you're going to meet is uh, Christina Ricci's character. And uh, she, her name is what? Roberta. And she oh, okay. Played, her adult version is Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. Which I can see it. Yeah, who wouldn't want to grow up and be Rosie? <laughs> I love Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's definitely in the upper echelon of top lesbians. For sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> and she is like the tomboy of the group. She tapes her titties down because she just doesn't want to admit she has titties. Um, it's weird. Yeah. And she lost her mom in a yes. tragic car accident. So she's dealing with that throughout the movie. Yep. And she carries a picture of her around like with her and kisses it a lot. Who is actually the producer of the movie. Yes. That is good. Lindsay, I'm happy you give me these little side pieces. <laughs> My favorite character is coming up next, and that is Teeny. Okay. <laughs> Teeny is the wannabe, like, uh, she wants to be a famous movie star, and she, like, has this little monologue in her room because her parents don't really pay a lot of attention to her. So she uh, fantasizes in her room a lot. Is that what your life was like? 
Um, except my parents weren't at a country club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were just um, at, at the a dugout. <laughs> at the dugout, yeah, with gravel. And um, her her adult version is Melanie Griffith. And the child is Thora Birch. Which I, oh, I love her. Oh, kiss me. I'm Allison. <laughs> 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 I love her so much. She's so good. Oh, my goodness. Um, but then she is like really the lighthearted one of the group. I'd say she's probably the one who wants to have the most fun. Yeah, yeah. Then you're introduced to Chrissy, who is the one who is pregnant in the future. Um, and she is um, not a very well-known child actress. Ashley Aston Moore. And then her adult version is Rita Wilson, who is has been in other movies, but she's, you know, Tom Hanks's wife. That's... That's her claim. To fame. I'm sure that she doesn't love that, that I'm like, oh, I don't know what movie she's been in, but she's married to Tom Hanks. Yeah, you're married to that guy that was dying in Philadelphia. <laughs> was that what you, How dare you? <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my people's movie. You know? That's Woody from Toy Story, bitch. Yeah, that's the volleyball guy. <laughs> that's um, Forrest Gump. Yes, I just love it. We're just listing Tom Hanks movies at this point. <laughs> That's um, what the podcast is now. They are the core group of friends in this movie. They really lean on each other and they have uh, the bulk of the story. Yes, they do. Now, my favorite character is not Tina. Tina, Teeny. Yeah. I don't like her. I Why? like Roberta. I don't know. I don't like Roberta because you'll find mm -hmm. out later. Um, but yeah. All right. Or I like Chrissy a little bit. Yeah, I, you know what I don't like, and this has happened in so many movies. Is Chrissy is supposed to be the fat friend, but really, when you look back on it, she's not fat. Yeah, that's media trying to pull us down and give us these impossible standards for our bodies, and we've been seeing it since we were young children. That is true. Bastards. That's okay. Um, it's yeah, the media trying to spin it and be like she wasn't even really that big at all. No. She was just like a healthy looking child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chrissy is the one who is a little bit more of the, uh, she likes to follow the rules. She's not a rule breaker really. And she's kind of uppity. <laughs> she's who she is. She's very naive too. She didn't know where um, babies came from. Yeah. And Bonnie Hunt is her mother. Uh, you'll know. Love her Bonnie Hunt. Yeah. You know, the mom from Beethoven. <laughs> or yeah. the sister in Jerry Maguire. The mom and Beethoven is a little more ringing. Cheaper by the dozen. The mom and cheaper by the dozen. You know, the lady with the dogs <laughs> and the angry husband <laughs> all the time. Um, well, it is flashing to their uh, the gaslight district community, where is that's where they live. It's like a newly built uh, homes that like pretty much everyone is in. It's like a cookie cutter home. Yeah, like think uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Like that kind of community, except not as bright of houses. And their houses were kind of funky in Edward Scissorhands, even at 40. Yeah, even at 40. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's aged so bad. No, no I, I said even for like a, a housing, what do you call it? A housing district or a, what is uh, it called? Housing community? No. Uh, neighborhood? Yeah, I guess. That's not what it's called, but it'll come to me later and it'll pop out like when we're not even talking about it. Okay, I'm ready for that. Subdivision. Oh my God, Lindsay. <laughs> that, so that was the answer to what Lindsay was wondering about what a community of houses was called. <laughs> Just in case yeah. you guys thought she had Tourette's. Um, it is Sorry. not Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of the few people with Tourette's who doesn't scream out cuss words. It's just <laughs> <laughs> subdivision. <laughs> now these girls for the summer, they uh, there's not a lot to do in uh, 1919. You know what I mean? Um, That's not when it was made. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like the 60s. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not like cell phones. So these people are, these kids are just going to their friend's house is knocking on the door and that's when they find out if they're grounded or not, you know? Right. Yeah. Like the good old days. Um, yeah. Now 
these girls are raising money for a tree house, okay? Because they want their own space, all right? They are uh, wanting to have their own little, like, girls club. You know what I mean? Right. Who's building that tree house? No one. It's just, like, one that's already built, um, and they, like, just purchase it. And they put it up in a tree? Well, I'm sure they didn't. Manual laborers probably did. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty Uh, cheap, too, because they were only trying to get, what, like, $500? Yeah, but it, this is in the 60s, you know? That's true. Okay. Everything was different. Um, now, you are going to see, next up comes the Wormers. They're introduced, um, and the Wormers are like a group of brothers who are kind of assholes, um, but they're led by Devin Sawa. You know Casper? I had a couple asshole brothers. Um, it's okay. Zach and Brandon, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I didn't grow up younger with Zach, so it would have been you and Brandon. Okay. The yeah, there was there was that one Christmas that I took all of your um dolls. You got a new like Barbie set or something, and they were hard plastic. And I went outside and I crushed their heads with like a hammer. And then it was snowing, so I threw them in our yard. And you guys were like asking where they were, and we didn't find them until spring. <laughs> wow, this is what yeah. I had to deal with. Yeah, it was cool though. It was it wasn't throwing carrots on the ceiling. You know what I mean? Yeah, Brandon. Brandon, my brother. Um, Now, you're going to see the girls, uh, goes to a shot of them at a diner, okay? And they're counting their coins, all right? Uh, They got a little tin can that they put all their money in. But Teeny wants to do a Cosmo relationship (laughs) test with all the girls. Yeah. Uh, um, And Teeny, of course, is, uh, she picked all of the above for all these date, like, requests or what's the idea of a perfect date? She's like, any of them. (laughs) Any of them would be good. She was easy. Yeah, Chrissy's was like uh, a walk on the beach <laughs> in a book. <laughs> you know what I mean? That sounds like a lonely date. Why would you bring a book on a date? You know? <laughs> Are you by yourself? Is that what's going on? Um, and uh, Roberta, hers was like, oh, you're sexually advanced cougar or something. You're so like on the prowl or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She was on the prowl. At she was. What? How old were they in this movie? I have no idea. I don't know their lineage. Too too young to be reading Cosmo, but really, who who's reading Cosmo that's not a teenage girl or like a preteen girl? I doubt twenty year olds. The people that are that it's the magazine is um, made for are actually reading Cosmopolitan. Is that even yeah. a thing anymore? Yeah, and why wasn't it in black and white? You know what I mean? Because it was so old. I just it's not figured. that old. <laughs> I just, they had color back then? Wild. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, now, as they're at the diner, they order root beer floats. And these root beer floats are, like, really cheap. It was the 60s. And they're served by Janine Garofalo. Who I love. I love her. She's really great in any movie, especially Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. I loved the truth about cats and dogs. You saw that? I watched that a lot when I was younger. You probably watched that Hotel for Pets movie, too, fucking loser. It's not. It wasn't about cats and dogs. Then it's misleading. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. So as they're at the diner and they've got the Ruber floats, they look out the window and there is Sam's hot mama just coming up looking like uh, she's walking up to these boots are made for walking. Which, as a kid, it's probably hard to deal with. But as a newly single woman, she yeah. was just working it. Yeah, she was just letting her cat go on the prowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, people want to be loved, you know? For sure. Well, Sam does not agree with this. She doesn't think her mom needs to be dressing all scantily clad because everyone's talking about it. And she's uh, she's already mad at her mom because uh, right after this, it flashes to a scene uh, that happened before that... Uh, her dad is leaving the house because her mom and him got in an argument and the dad looks up in the window at her, like as she's in the room and like, doesn't even wave. Wow. We don't know anything about coming from an unstable environment where people are fighting. So we don't relate to that very much. Yeah. I can't relate. But I'm, but I'm sure there are kids out there who have, you know, who have broken homes that can relate to that. Yeah. So Sam uh, is dealing with all of this drama at her house by um, trying to fill her time with uh, random things that will 
make her take her mind off of it. So they go to have a seance at the graveyard. Because that's good. Not my idea of fun, but... Where were the parents? Jesus Christ. Obviously not involved. Traipsing around in a smoky, foggy-ass cemetery. It's just wild. (laughs) And scary. It is scary. Uh, Now, when they have this seance, um, they've had a couple seances before, it seems, because uh, Chrissy is like, you know I don't like doing this. (laughs) You know I don't like this, but you're making me anyways. Um, and this is where Chrissy kind of has like a little, um, bit of a, a funny side to her because she pretends that someone's there and she's like, he's here. And then she like starts laughing at the end and she gets punched in the tit by, uh, Roberta. Roberta. Yeah. 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 I, it was mean. Yeah. Her doing that. And I didn't see it coming from her cause she is a square. Yeah. She doesn't like to have fun. It doesn't seem at all um that was funny it was funny and uh now at this point they uh it starts raining and lightning strikes and hits a tree and um they go back they see that the uh headstone that cracked is for dear johnny okay so they think that he came to the seance and they've communicated with him and now he's following them yeah i mean what else would you think yeah, and it's scary. Could you imagine lightning striking and knocking down a fucking tree branch right behind you and, like, just... No, that sounds fucking terrifying as an adult. <laughs> yeah, and the only one who was wearing practical, like, coat for it was Chrissy. She had a yeah. rain coat on. And all the other ones are just, like, in fucking sweaters that are going to be soaked by the time they get home. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think of the logistics. Um, now, you're introduced um, to a creepy guy riding a bike in the middle of the cemetery. Um, He is known as Crazy Pete, um, and everyone in the town is terrified of him because he only comes out at night. Because he doesn't want to see anybody. Yes, and we'll learn more about that in a second. But it goes, all the girls go back to their houses, and uh, Sam is sleeping in her bed, and she sees a shadow in her room, and it's like hella windy. Wind comes out of nowhere and just starts, like, blowing things around her room. It's Dear Johnny. It's Dear Johnny. And so she, uh, what else do you do? You get a flashlight and you shine it in your best friend's window and try to wake her ass up. Yeah, they start this fucking chain of events where they're all fucking trying to get, I don't know if they prepared this before, if they practice this, if they do this all the time. But it yeah. is quite impressive. It seems like something they do a lot. Um, and it, I think they do it a lot because they couldn't afford more than two walkie talkies. <laughs> Yeah, probably they're saving up for that dollhouse. Or yeah, they're just or like, dollhouse. and Chrissy gets the walkie-talkie yeah. because, and, and I think that's funny that Chrissy gets the walkie-talkie because Chrissy is obviously the one who probably wouldn't pick up on those other things that the other girls were doing, like flashlight waking them up. Oh, yeah, true. And then Chrissy, after she gets the uh, call from Teeny on the walkie-talkie, she goes to her window and there's a wire that has a bell on it that is attached to Roberta's house. Okay, like, who put that up for you? Right, that's what I'm saying. Where, where are these parents? Yeah, and, like, how far away is Roberta's house? Like, how long is this line, you know? Yeah, what if it's not right next door? What if it's, like, five houses down? Yeah, or what if they going through every window? They accidentally connected it to, like, the pedophile's house. You know what I mean? It could be Bro. a scary situation. It could be. Um, now the girls, uh, wake up each other and they have a secret meeting. They go, where else would you have a secret meeting, uh, other than the graveyard you were just at? Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And this is where they see, um, that the headstone is cracked and right. they are putting everything together and realizing that, uh, there's a little boy trying to talk to us. Maybe he's cute. Yeah. Dear Johnny. Dear Johnny. Okay, now, Dear Johnny is a little boy who died in a tragic event in their town, um, and no one seems to want to talk about how it happened. Most most people probably don't want to talk about a tragic death of a child. You mean you don't bring up 9-11 any chance you can get? Oh, 9-11, yes, but not a death of a child. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not, like, talking about Sandy Hook all the time or anything. Oh, she's, I know her. She's okay, really... we gotta move past this. 
Um, now, <laughs> the girls um, have so much time to fill during their summer days that they uh, decide to make a trip to um, the library. But they go to the library and all of the files uh, have that was built, burnt down. The library was burnt down at some point. Convenient. Yeah. But the librarian lets them know uh, that they can get all that information from the Greenfield Library, which is like a little bike ride away. Riding their bikes to another town. It could never happen these days. I know. I wish they would have had like a sign on the side of the road as they were biking that said like how many miles to that place. I know. Because like how it far It didn't away seem this? close. No. They passed a pond. They passed a hitchhiker. Rock. They passed a... <laughs> Just a lot of things. Yeah. Um, now the girls go to this library and they're looking for stuff. Um, but as they're they're riding, they're driving there. As they're riding on their bikes, there, uh, Teeny is the coolest, and she has like a little radio on the front of her bike, and she's playing "Knock Three Times on the Ceiling" if you want me. That yeah, that brings me to two things. The soundtrack to this movie is amazing. Fire. And Thora Birch did not know how to ride a bike. Uh uh. Yeah. So was she actually pedaling? <laughs> I think so. It <laughs> didn't say specifically if she like had training wheels on it or no, she how probably, it was. But if yeah, you watch she probably it, learned she for is the movie. very wobbly. Yeah. That's really interesting. Thank you. Keep it up. Uh, <laughs> so now they uh, make pit stops along the way to the library and they stop at this like uh, these picnic tables outside. Um, it's like a convenience store or like a, yeah. I don't know. What do they call those convenience stores in the old days? Gas stations? Um, no, it's, well, I'll think of it. Uh, hold on. Um, a general store. Okay. That's a grocery yes. store, but. Oh, okay. It's, it's a general store. They generally have everything. Okay. Okay. So as they're sitting at these picnic tables, we find out that Teeny is talking to Roberta about her boobs She's like, gosh, I just would like, why do you try to hide them or whatever? And then you find out that Teeny has um, water balloons or balloons in her bra that are filled with pudding because it has better texture and it's more realistic. And it was actually pudding is what Thor Birch said. Yeah. And of course, Chrissy's like, what flavor is it? Gosh, because <laughs> they always got to make <laughs> fat jokes. God. It's so good. Like, could you imagine if she just took it from her and just cut it open and squeezed Start it? Eating it. Oh, this is warm. <laughs> so good. Um, okay, and that was suggested uh, to Teeny by the warmers. What? The pudding. Why? What? Because they said that Jello is too jiggly. Pudding is more realistic. Okay. Is she having them test out her boobs or? I don't know. She was, it's milking time. You know what Yikes. I mean? Bikes. <laughs> um, but uh, this is where they head off again after they've had some Coca-Colas and glass bottles. What a deal. I love it. I love it so much. Damn it. Um, <laughs> now, as they're, they go to uh, the library and they're looking up stuff about um, just what happened to dear Johnny. Um, as they're looking through all of this stuff, they stumble upon the story of how Roberta's mom had passed away. Yeah. Um, she doesn't take it very well. Obviously, she's a child. <laughs> well, she finds out that she she was alive for a long time during it, trying to get out of the car. And that yeah. she probably, when she was told, her parents, her dad told her that she died Angel quickly. Yeah, and angels came and took her away. So... Yeah, so that that was a lot for her to take in. And so uh, they did find the all the pages uh, of the newspaper about Dear Johnny were ripped out. So they got no information about that. Such a mystery. Yeah, like who is going to another town and just ripping out? Like who, someone really had to like not want those to be seen. I, I'm on the edge of my seat to find out. Like, hold on. What happened to Dear Johnny? Dear Johnny, please write us back. <laughs> um, but they start going home and they're a little disappointed and Roberta is obviously upset and they're, uh, riding their bikes back home and, uh, Chrissy needs to stop because it is just too much for her. And, uh, they stop under a tree and, uh, a bird shits and they're all looking for where the shit landed. Um, and 
they find it on Chrissy's hair. Poor Chrissy. She just can't catch a break. She can't. And she's freaking out. Like, this is disgusting. Like, and all the girls are laughing. Have you ever had a bird shit on you, though? Um, yes, in Chicago. I had a bird shit on me at a Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I was, at the, I was at the drive-thru at Hardee's. And I reached my hand out to... <laughs> To get the food and a bird shit right on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and it stung so bad. And I remember I was so embarrassed. And because I don't know why, because the bird shit on me in front of everybody <laughs> that yeah, yeah. pulled my arm in all fast, but it hurt. <laughs> it's acid poop. <laughs> That's wild. Well, I got pooped on in Chicago. I was with a whole bunch of my camp friends. Uh, we had the weekend off. And we went to Chicago for a weekend trip and I was sitting on the patio and I was wearing a white linen shirt, like a button down. And I had a, uh, like a tank top on underneath it. But uh, <laughs> this bird shit, like I was mid conversation, shit right on my shoulder and it went down like <laughs> my shirt. And I didn't even realize it. One of the other camp counselors was like, you have shit on you. And I like freaked oh, out. My God. And I took, I threw, I threw the shirt away there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was just bird shit. Yeah, not on my linen. <laughs> not on today's show. Um, so these girls uh, are on their way home and they run into, um, you know, just some guy named Brendan Fraser. I love Brendan Fraser. Do you know who is supposed to play this role? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Can you? I, I can't imagine. No, I couldn't. I can't imagine now, but it's yeah. I can't imagine that. You mean Romeo? Why would he do that? You know? I loved that movie, too. That movie was fucking epic. Um, now, they are uh, on their... After they see him, he uh, is a veteran, and he's just walking the streets, and he earned a Purple Heart in the war. Um, and they have a serious conversation with him about, like, uh, you guys, like, should enjoy being kids because, like, this war is, like, kind of a sham, and, like, once you get older, you're going to realize that there's things that happen in the world that, like are shitty and you just have to deal with it. Yeah. Which, you know, we, we know that now. We do know that. But uh, as they're biking back home uh, and the shit hit her hair, they have to try to find a way to clean it out. Okay. So uh, they go to this little lake that was on the way home um, and they're swimming. And then all of a sudden we don't see Roberta. She got out of the lake and then we see her on the top of a fucking branch on a big ass tree and she dives in to clearly a shallow fucking lake because these girls were like, it was up to their waist, you know? Yeah. And then they can't find her. And then she's floating like on the far side of the lake and with her face down in the water. And she's like pretending that she drowned. Yeah. Pretending. They pull her out. Um, Samantha and Tina, Tini, whatever you want to call her. Uh, refuse to do like neither one of them want to do mouth to mouth and like Chrissy comes and pushes them out of the way because she's a lesbian about to do mouth to mouth <laughs> yeah these girls are like I'm not a lesbian I'm not doing mouth to mouth do you know that Roberta's character was supposed to be a lesbian but the studio didn't like that oh of course because it's the 90s of course they wouldn't right bullshit um but uh after chrissy resuscitates her not really this bitch had water in her mouth and was just pretending um she roberta spits the water in the air and it like hits her in the face and chrissy punches her in the face yep and this is where you see that chrissy is no bitch to play with okay she is not dealing with that shit well that is such a horrible thing to well that's not really not a prank at that point yeah well i mean like honestly she was probably doing it because she's acting out because she just well, found yes. all that out yeah. but still and you, that's how you can tell that chrissy and roberta have the closest friendship the yeah, two of them and then it, she just hit her and then roberta comes she hit her and then Roberta comes up to her and is after the other two girls walk away because they hear noise. Um, uh, she talks to her and is like being really nice to her. This bitch just hit you, you know? 
when she's drowning, first of all, uh, this is where we're going uh, back to that. <laughs> yes, because I forgot to say that this is where uh, you kind of touched on it. But it's where Chrissy says that, Roberta, you're my best friend. And right. She like is like almost crying, obviously, because she thought her friend died. Yeah. And it was pretty fucking traumatic, Roberta. Yeah. The other girls left because they heard noise. And it is the Wormers um, swimming naked in the lake um, next to them. I don't know. Is this one lake? I don't know. It wasn't clear. Yeah. But they're naked. They are naked. And um, the girls are like, this is how we can get back at them. Uh, they tell Chrissy to run ahead because there's no way she's going to keep up. <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, so Chrissy goes to the bikes um, with some of the Wormers' clothes, and the other girls uh, stand up and, like, yell at the boys, and the, they show them that they have their clothes, and the boys are like, give them back, and then they chase them through the woods naked. Yeah, and they don't, they just fling their clothes everywhere. Could you imagine the branches hitting you as you're running? No, I couldn't imagine swimming naked in a fucking pond with my mm. brothers and sisters. Live a little. God. <laughs> God. You, what do you mean you've never swam naked with me? I remember. <laughs> it's compartmentalizing, I guess. Yeah. Um, so as the girls are riding their bikes away with all the boys' clothes, they start throwing them, um, like, behind them as they're yeah. riding down. So the boys are chasing them. Um, and, like, you get to see a lot of little boy ass in this, which is weird. Yeah. He said there. there's... Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> well, because I saw something where Devin Sawa did an interview, and I guess there's a rumor going around that if you pause it in just the right spot, you can see a penis or something. But he assured us that you cannot see that because they had some kind of sock. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the stripper trick. Yeah. You put your balls in your, your so, joint first in of all, a stop sock. Stop trying to pause a fucking movie to see a young boy's ding-a-ling and get therapy. I'm yeah, talking shit with a therapist. And yeah. Cause then if things transpire, you're not going to be able to live within 500 feet of a school. You know, <laughs> that is hard. Do you know how hard it is on apartments.com? You won't find shit. <laughs> uh, it's wild. Well, Sam, Sam has that dinner, has the dinner and with her mom and sister. And then the grandma shows up banging on the door, telling the mom that she needs to get back with the husbands and they all hide under the table. So the grandma doesn't think that they're home. Yeah. And the grandma's played by Cloris Leachman, I think. Love her. I love a lot of these actors in this movie. Yeah. They got a lot of good people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's, uh, if you guys saw double, double toil and trouble, she was I was the, just going to say that she, that's another good movie too. Yeah. Well, at this dinner, um, the the uh, yeah the grandma comes and is uh, trying to like get into the house, and the girls yeah. and the mom are hiding under the kitchen table. Right. Sounds like something we would do for our mom. Yeah. We'd be like, "Oh, mom's here. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not on today's show." Just kidding, <laughs> mom. We love you. Now the girls uh, want to find out more about Dear Johnny, so they go to the local psychic, which was also their waitress. Janine Garofalo. Yes, and she, it's like, I love, uh, especially in like Ghost in this movie, when you go to like a psychic's, uh, the way it's like decorated, it was really like, I loved it. And she calls them boys, which I think is so quirky and cute. Yeah. She is, yeah, and she's like, like she is in every movie, she's just like not having it really, you yeah. know? I, I uh, relate to that. And it works really, it played really well off the kids because kids just want to know everything, you know? Right. Um, and so uh, after this, they get a little information about Dear Johnny and they find out that um, as she flips the tarot cards, they find out that like it was a violent death or whatever, which it was, but she didn't really know that. No, that's what I'm saying. She probably fucking lived in that town when Dear Johnny was dying. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, psychics now they after they visit the psychic they go to a softball game okay um and uh roberta comes up to the bat and they uh tell all the boys to move in closer because it's a girl hitting it now roberta's not fucking playing around because the uh catcher behind her is talking shit and says oh a girl's not gonna hit this anyways um and roberta's like say that one more time um, and then the, a boy on the, the fence starts talking shit to her too. 
Yeah, I don't have any recollection of this scene. Yeah, he's talking shit about her and she walks over to him and uh, punches him in the face and then they start wrestling on the ground and then all the other girls get involved too. Oh, yeah. Roberta is like classic, like tomboy girl. Yeah, tomboy girl. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) You could have just said tomboy, but it's fine. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But after this, Roberta, uh, Sam rides her bike home and she's all disheveled, has dirt all over her hair, is all fucked up and her shirt is like ripped. And she goes in and her mom invited the, her new guy. Um, what's he, Who's he played by? God damn it. I knew you were going to ask me that. And that's a Hank Azari. Uh, Azaro? Azaro. Whatever. You guys know him. Birdcage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie. I know what Birdcage is, but I didn't remember him from it. <laughs> Lindsay's like, we didn't have birds. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Um, now she goes inside and uh, this guy is trying to be nice, but you can tell that Sam doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Um, well, it seems kind of soon. Yeah, I agree. But her mom just wants loving, you know? Yeah, but sometimes you have to think about your kids and not just introduce a whatever man you're fucking that day to your kids. Oh, aggressive. <laughs> Jesus. How do you know they were having coitus? Jesus. You could tell by the looks of them. Um, now this guy starts talking about like, uh, we should go to the Smithsonian and like, uh, Sam's like, my dad's going to take us there. Looking like fucking Fred from Scooby-Doo with that ascot. Yeah. Oh my God. I love a man who can rap, rock an ascot. My favorite president is James K. Polk. Uh, does he wear an ascot? Famously. Okay. He does. He does. <laughs> my my favorite president is JFK. Because he died. No, I'm just kidding. Tragically. <laughs> she loves that. She loves that shit. Um, so after this, uh Sam leaves and uh goes over to Teeny's house and Teeny's parents are having a party. Um and Teeny is on the roof watching a movie that's at the drive in. Yeah, who, what other movie have we watched where there's somebody on a roof watching a fucking movie? Monster Squad. Yes. Yeah. Total life. I would have loved that. Yeah, if I would have even loved- had a house. I mean. Yeah, or even be be able to get on the roof without being yelled at, you know? Yeah, I get on the roof at Carlton House and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Just rage. Herb and Jan would have fucking hated that. They didn't even want us playing on the grass. <laughs> you guys know the floor is climbing on the roof to watch a movie. I think not. Yeah, I would have tried to do some wrestling moves off the roof. I watched a lot of WWE. Are you sure you're gay? Um, I mean, I could have said something really inappropriate, but I stopped myself. Um, I just did because I'm learning um, restraint. Gosh, it's about time. How old are you now? Um, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, as she's having this moment on the roof with Teeny, um, it cuts to Roberta and um, the one of the Wormer boys, Devin Sawa, has come to visit her at her house while she's drinking a Coke out of a bottle again. Yes. And all four of these girls on set had crushes on Devin Sawa. And they all had bets on who would get with him first, whatever that means when you're 13. Yeah. Um, and Devin Sawa was asked about it years later and he never, he said no comment. He was very coy about it. But uh, Thora Birch said that Christina Ricci won out and won Devin Sawa. But they had been in Casper together too. So, yeah. You know. He's like, I, I was with all of them. <laughs> no big <laughs> deal. <laughs> it was a fun. They said, we're a friendship. So we come together as a package. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fun night for Devin. Um, so this is where uh, he has this line where he's sitting on the, uh, the porch swing with her. And he has his arm around her. And he's like, what? <laughs> He doesn't, he like stutters it and mutters it because so oh. he, he, he's scared to ask. Um, yeah. And then she's like, speak up, you dumb fuck. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he's like, can I kiss you? And Roberta's like, you know, she's a strong bitch. And she's sitting there and she's like, I guess, <laughs> I guess. Oh, he can. And he like leans in right then to kiss her. And she's like, now you want to do it now? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and she kisses him. And then afterwards, uh, Devin Sawall looks like it was the greatest thing in his, his entire life. And Roberta's like, if you tell anyone about this, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> she didn't say that for it. Well, yeah. She oh, okay. did. Yeah, she referenced murder, though, for sure. Okay. Yeah, she's into it. Um, Teeny and Sam, after having their conversation on the roof, they're like, this isn't the place for us. We're going to go to where dreams are made. We're going to go to our tree house that's sitting in a lot somewhere. Yeah, and they off go they to, go. They go to the tree house. They're sitting in there, and um, Teeny asks Sam, um, if you were on a deserted island and all of us were there with you, and you had to kill one of us for food, who would you kill? Now, God damn it. <laughs> I'm so sick of this. Who did they say, Lynn? Chrissy. And why? Because there's enough for her of her to go around. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the fat doesn't cook really easily. I'm <laughs> yeah. so I'm so sick of this. Uh, no, it is it fat is shaming on in these old movies. Yeah, she's a child. With girls who develop. aren't even fat. Yeah. I used to be the fat friend. Now you look back at pictures when I was younger and I wasn't even fat. And now I'm way fatter. So you know it gets better, kids. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> gotta just watch cholesterol though. That's the only thing. You just gotta make sure your number that high blood pressure that'll give you. It'll oh my god, having our parents uh will give anyone high blood pressure, I feel like. Yikes. I feel like a lot of people feel that about their parents though. Yeah, I don't think anybody likes their parents. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, or at all. Some of us. Truth. Um, now, in this little treehouse moment, um, Teeny rips off her uh, necklace and <laughs> her clothes, Lindsay. That's what I was <laughs> She's like, <laughs> she rips okay. off her necklace. Where is this going? You know those, like, friendship bracelets that you make at, like, camp and ship? Yeah, I have a bunch of them. She made those. Uh, she had one around her neck, and she ripped it in half and uh, tied it around her wrist and Sam's wrist to be like, "I'll always be there for you." Yeah, it was. I think they both come from like broken families. Yeah, even though like Teeny's parents aren't, they're still yeah, together. but they don't care about her. They don't. Yeah, their priorities are fucked up, and yeah. they have to clean up that house. <laughs> it's already so filthy from that party. <laughs> Wild. Um, and why would you, they're clearly drinking, getting fucked up downstairs and your child, uh, wouldn't you be scared that they might get some? So, uh, some people seems... don't care. Do you remember, um, on Bob and Biff? <laughs> oh my God. And how she walked down the street and was holding her child and in her baby's bottle was beer. Yeah. Are you drinking fucking beer kidding me? Child? Their, her kidneys are not going to survive. I just want She's still alive, though. I looked her up on Facebook. <clears throat> the daughter? Yeah. How'd you remember her name? Courtney. I don't want to say too much because what if she listens to this and we're talking shit about her drinking beer when she was a baby? Courtney, way to reconnect with us, though. That's so cool that you, <laughs> you found us. You were looking for us, too? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. That tickled, tickled Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> she's, not, she's not dying. She's just gasping for air. No big deal. I'm trying. Um, so uh, as they're riding home, it's raining again because uh, it just does when they go out at night. Um, and uh, her Sam's bracelet fell off uh, next to like a water grape. Yeah. And this is when Pennywise comes out. Oh, oh my wait. God. I'm sorry. It's like, we all float down here. <laughs> Except for you, Sam. This is a drowning moment. Um, no, so Sam goes and uh, can see that the bracelet is in the sewer. And she climbs down. First of all, bitch is skinny. Like, good girl. Like, how do yes, you Yes, but also, what are you doing? No, yeah. It's like, have you been down here before? Like, you just got that bracelet. It doesn't matter that much to you. No, yeah. And all the water is falling from the street into it. So I just wouldn't have done that. No, not smart. And it's just a bracelet, but you just got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and that's what I just said. Not Chrissy would never. Chrissy, oh, she uh, could she fit? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Fat shaming on the podcast? I won't allow it. <laughs> no, I did that to dig because uh, you were clearly upset by it. 
move on. <laughs> uh, so you see uh, that uh, she's clearly down there struggling. She can't get out and water is filling up and she is uh, drowning, essentially. Uh, Roberta, this is how you drown. Um, and she's down <laughs> Take there. Take notes. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, you need a friend on top of the, the manhole crying and pounding it. Um, that's how it becomes a drowning. Um, and she's hitting it and it's so sad. Thor Birch is just a great actress in general and I really believed it, even if those tears were the rain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez. I mean, it's, it's not Academy Award winning work, Jesus. You don't think so? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's pounding on the top of it and uh, it's and then, like, oh, my friend's going to die down there. And out then, of nowhere, here comes Uncle Sam. Not Uncle Sam. What the fuck is his name? I want you. Uh, um, uh, Joe. Crazy Pete. <laughs> Joe. Paul. Tom. Richard. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I knew it was something. Well, Crazy Pete <laughs> opens the manhole. It's not funny. He's saving a life. Um, he opens the manhole and um, he's a strong old man. He, I mean, like, he looks withered. <laughs> he looks withered as fuck. And then he does a Navy SEALs jump into it. And um, he gets her out. Um, and after he saves her, uh, the, he like goes towards him a little bit. And Sam and Teeny still back away from him. After um, saving their life. Yeah, and he he's all like, "You guys don't need to be scared of me or whatever." And uh, why are why are you scared of me? And they're like, "Because you're kind of creepy. You come out only at night." Wow, that's uh, kids are honest though. Kids will say the real truth. I guess he basically says that he only comes out at night because people don't like to see him, and uh, he doesn't really like to see a lot of people either. Um, and it gives him like a, a human emotion that you can like you connect with him because this has got to be something difficult that he's dealt with, you know. What a dark turn, though, for this movie to take that they were murdered. Yeah, people suck anyway. It's better to come out at night like a vampire. No, yeah, 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 on your creepy bike, you know. Love it. I, just I wish love I it. had a bike and I could just drive around town at night. Yeah, I was like, call me creepy Lindsay. Yeah, I was like, is this the witch from w Wizard of Oz <laughs> riding around on a bike? You can't have a Your dog was in my garden. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and oh my God, that's fucked up that they just let her take the dog. That is fucked up, Auntie you, M. Get the fuck out of here. Auntie um, M stands for malicious. <laughs> you know what I mean? What a bitch. Jeez. <laughs> Lindsay's still trying to... I literally was trying to think of an M word. She was, <laughs> no, and then when I said it, she was like, what does that mean? Is that I was like trying a, to think of another word than malicious. Is that like... Manipulative? Um, Medieval? Madrid? Okay. Magical? Um, Makeup? Uh, mommy, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. We're going to Disney next year. Oh God, this is going to be a fun episode to edit. It's going to be so fun. Um, People love this. People want to hear our shenanigans. They do, and, and they want to hear more. Get. They want to hear more about our crazy lives. You know, so we're just giving it. To them. Fuck now and then. Let's just talk about meth. Oh my God, we're not mething around, Lindsay. <laughs> You're not mething around. Um, speaking of meth, um, they're painting a garage door. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that transitioned to that. Now um, and then? Yeah, now oh, and then they I are. I was so lost for a second. It's the meth. It was the meth. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Get you a little woozy. They are uh, painting a garage door. I don't know why. I don't they're, know. To earn money. To earn money. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're painting uh, Roberta's garage door. Um, and as they're painting it, Chrissy is sitting down and um, she's like, why aren't you helping Chrissy? And Chrissy's like, you know, if I don't eat, I get faint. I swear. <laughs> She's a Twinkie. I, swear, I can't. Because that's, that's, um, that's healthy, a Twinkie. <laughs> Jeez. I don't think that's how it works, Chrissy. You get faint, you should probably eat something good for you. <laughs> no, maybe she needs some sugar. Sean needs some sugar. Give me kisses. Um, Who are you to judge? So as they're painting. Who doesn't love a Twinkie? 
they just love a twanky. Um, <laughs> as they're painting the garage, the wormers come up and um, they are talking shit as they walk by. But then Devin Sawa walks by and bows to them and says, ladies. He's a ladies man now. No more picking on him. Yeah. And then the girls are like, what's up with him? And Roberta's like, maybe he's not bad. And they're like, oh, they fucked. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, no, maybe they kissed. For a long time. Okay, let's move on. Move on. Okay, we're moving. Okay, so uh, after this, they go to uh, talk with Grandma at her house. Oh, my God. Is this not over yet? So they go to talk to Grandma, and they go to Grandma's house. And Grandma is re getting ready to go to a bingo game, and she... Uh, hurries up their lemonade and cookies moment um, really fast. She takes the drinks out of their hand and they're like, okay, it's time to go guys. Bingo is important. So um, the girls are exiting the house and they wait for grandma to leave. And when she leaves, they build a fucking makeshift like Harriet the spy climbing tower uh, to get into the attic. Yeah. I would have just not locked the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, and what do they find in the attic? I forget. Something about Dear Johnny? They find all of the newspapers that uh, oh. her grandpa had kept. Um, oh, okay. And so, and some of those newspapers are uh, re about Roberta's mom. And so she's now being faced with it again. Uh, Jeez. And she has a, it's the creepiest moment in the movie where she breaks the mirror and she's sitting there and you see the reflection of her and it's her face is like everywhere. Right. It everywhere. was creepy. For me as a child, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is too much. It's intense. Let me watch Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a little easier. <laughs> uh, this is too much real emotions. I don't want to deal with this. Um, so Roberta has a meltdown. Like this is the, the, the biggest upset that she is in the movie, you know? Yeah. And she cries. She because, cries a lot. And this is when She's she like, says that her dad. damn it, dad. Yeah, you this said is angels took her yeah. away. You son of a bitch! You lied. She says it like that. She says it like that. Go watch it. Yeah, really and um, they comfort her though. They comfort they do her. comfort her like real friends do. Um, I would have just been like, "This is too much." I think I heard my mom. This is <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I too much for me. I can't deal with this. Are you on your period? Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Um, so after this, they, uh, they, they make a pact at the graveyard. They have a graveyard scene. And this is where Sam sees Pete standing in front of yeah. dear Johnny's grave. Um, and then you find out that crazy Pete only comes out at night because he, uh, his son was dear Johnny and his, his wife. What? Yeah. And his wife and his son were murdered, and he uh, d was probably a suspect at some point in that situation. Were they murdered? They were murdered. I don't remember how Dear Johnny died. That's why I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, uh, what's his, uh, Crazy Pete was, like, out at a bar, essentially, the night that it happened. And when he went home, he found his son and wife dead. And so he always, like, blamed himself because he... Definitely didn't help his drinking problems. No, but now he's got, he's getting cardio in. So that's nice. <laughs> he's, he's, he's at least fit. He ripped off a fucking manhole. You know, he's, he's out there at night just bench pressing the manholes. Yeah, doing P90X in the rain. He knew his time would come. He did. He's like, I will be a hero. And so uh, th this man is like made fun of and everyone hates him because he went through a tragic situation. And I'm sure he was probably a suspect um, like while the trial was going on, you know? Right. And so, yeah, the, he just hadn't been comfortable to be around people and people don't like him. So it's just sad. Yeah, it is sad. And that's where she pieces it together that motherfucker is his daddy, okay? When yeah. if they knew that the whole time, they could have just gone to him and asked him. Right. You know what I mean? That would have been a boring movie though. And they see this is when they bring in the new gravestone. And the guy says that he was the one that broke it. Yeah, because there's nice. this like big blinding light from his truck, and they're like, is that Jesus? They think it's like a ghost or something. And then the guy walks closer to them. And um, first of all, they only saw a shadow of him at the beginning and no one ran. They just all stood right. there. Like, um, and he's like, you sons of bitches and breaking all this stuff in here. And I got to come in and fix it. 
essentially. He broke it. He broke it because his car hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so hard to dodge headstones, you know? So they were trying to find Dear Johnny for nothing. For nothing, because the seance at the beginning, they weren't even being contacted by anyone. Yeah. It's a lie, you know? Everything's Uh, a lie. Everything's a lie. But this whole movie, they've been saving up money for a treehouse, and they finally get a motherfucking treehouse, girl. Yes, and then it flashed forward. To them as adults. And Chrissy is having a baby. Yeah, her water breaks, um, which is good that her water broke in her house because uh, her couches were covered in plastic. So yeah, I I don't understand that. Thanks, mom. That that's so uncomfortable to sit on. Yes. And it's like, but it would have been good for you and Vanessa's car. (laughs) That was my car. Oh, okay. Sorry. I pissed myself. (laughs) Is that what it really (laughs) was? I wasn't trying to out you. <laughs> you were trying to out me. You no, motherfucker. Just, we'll just go buy it. Um, we'll just move Is back. that the story you thought I wasn't going to tell about Vanessa? Yes. No, her dad died when we were like 15. Way to tell it. And she, <laughs> she called me and told me. And I didn't know what to say. And I was like, I'll call you back. And I never <laughs> called her back. Uh, what? Hold on. Um, okay, Lindsay's like, this is too much. I got to get out. <laughs> I that's, talked to her for like someone, that's not what someone a long time. <laughs> In a time of need, Lindsay, that's not the right answer. Um, that was not it. That was not it. She's like, oh, you're hurting? Bye. <laughs> I didn't know how to process emotions. She was crying. I didn't. I didn't know. She's like, it, she's like, oh, <laughs> she's like, I got to go. The instant concert's on. I can't, <laughs> I can't watch this. Oh my God. But that's why Disney. I have no friends. Cause Carmen got me. Yeah. She's like, you're all I've ever wanted. You know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's so, you learn something new every day about your siblings. Um, it's just don't give up on me that easily. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Now, Chrissy's water breaks, and uh, they uh, hijack the limo of Teenies uh, and kick out the driver and uh, take yeah. her in a limo to the hospital. Couldn't the driver called. just drive them to the hospital? Yeah, but you know, Rosie O'Donnell is a strong lesbian who don't take shit from no one. She's like, you know what? And she's her know. doctor. Yeah, so why wouldn't you want to be in the back with her? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so they get to the hospital, Chrissy is having the baby, um, and, uh, then that's cool. Great. She has a baby. Uh, It's a girl. Surprise. It's a girl. And she's a part of their family, their like group now. She's like, has a tree house. Like she was born with a tree house. That's why. Yeah. That's awesome. Now she'll have her own friends. We never had a tree house. (laughs) We barely had a house. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) You're right. We just got to be, remember that this is humbling us. It's good. <laughs> it's good for us. Character building. Um, now at this point, they're in the tree house and they're just talking about how like they will always be there for each other and they make another pact because the other one wasn't good enough. Jesus Christ, stop making so many packs. We get it. You like yeah. each other. You're going to be there for each other. That's called friendship. Okay. Um, Everyone has friends. Jesus, stop talking about it. Yeah, okay. Lindsay, you feel insulted? Lindsay's like a little attacked here. Um, they're as they're wrapping everything up for this movie, they hear that uh there's another Red Rover game going on outside. So they're gonna go and Rosie O'Donnell is gonna pummel them. Yeah, like yeah, that's a that's a good idea for adults beating the shit out of children. <laughs> One no just way had a baby. Break his arm, Roberta. Break his arm. <laughs> He doesn't need it. <laughs> um, so that's how the movie ends. Is it would have been circle. cool to see the adult Wormer, Scott Wormer, though. Yeah, they're probably drug addicts, though. <sighs> Poor Debbie. That family, they probably came from a really fucked up family because they were assholes. Yeah. They really were. Yeah. Um, now, this movie is wrapped up, okay? Wrapped up with a little fucking bow, all right? Um, Lindsay picked this movie, and I really enjoy this movie, so I'm kind of insulted that I didn't get it first, you know? I didn't think of it. Sorry. Because only I have good ideas, Lindsay. Jesus. All right. 
You learn that now. No, Calm down. Um, but yes, we are going to be um, posting stuff here and there. We are very busy. I have um, some comedy shows that are opening that I'm producing with a theater out here. So my mind is a little scrambled and Lindsay is doing school and has children. So yeah, there's a lot going on. So we may take September off. We might post one thing in September, but then we're coming back for Halloween time. We're going to post a podcast a week in October five movies that you're gonna fucking love yeah it's gonna be spooktacular it's it's spooky times with the siblings (laughs) and maybe we might post videos on instagram for with us dressed up for halloween yeah and uh, maybe some OnlyFans accounts no they're closing OnlyFans down oh then we better get on it (laughs) better get on it right now send me some nipple shots just do it oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just do it. I've been. I just want to know if my nipples are like very Stevie Wondery. They're All very right. like very braily, like four score and seven years ago. You can feel oh it. Oh my god! Um, yeah, it's a journey. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for the memories and nightmares. Yes, have fun sleeping tonight. Ooh. What? <laughs> Because I'm going to be outside. No, <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for the memories and nightmares. See, I'm so much better than my sister. I just, I just know. Um, for the record, my mom says, even though I was the only baby that wasn't planned, that, um... I was conceived on her favorite holiday, Halloween. So, like, if that's not saying something, I don't know what is. Please tune in to the next episode where we will be tackling one of my favorite childhood movies, Edward Scissorhands. You know, a dude with, like, sharp knives on his hands. It's so cool. And, like, just everyone allows him to cut their hair. It's kind of weird, but it's coming up next, so... Enjoy it. Embrace it. We referenced it in this one. So, like, it's going to be great. You guys have a good night. Or day. Or year. I don't know where you're at mentally. Bye.